Good morning from Skift. It's Thursday, March 11th, here in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Raw, honest, intimate, Hot Seat is that and more as Immelt recounts what it's like to be a leader in times of crisis. Buy your copy of Hot Seat today wherever books are sold. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. While the American travel sector heralded some aspects of the $1.9 trillion relief package passed by Congress on Wednesday, it also sees some areas where the package falls short of expectations, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spirance. The airline sector yet again stands out for getting one of the biggest pieces of the relief pie. U.S. airlines can now tap into $14 billion in payroll support, while airline contractors received $1 billion. This is the third round of industry-specific aid for airlines since the pandemic began. Hotels and other divisions of travel rely more on broader relief provisions instead of industry-targeted funds. This remains an impasse for industry groups that note there are some mid-to-large-sized businesses, particularly hotels, that haven't received industry-specific aid or qualified for other relief measures. Another $8 billion is earmarked for airports, while Amtrak received $1.7 billion to recall furloughed workers and restore routes. Next, we move on to corporate travel. Company retreats may start to become a thing as the global travel sector recovers from the pandemic. After lengthy periods of remote working and virtual meetings, employees will be eager for some human interaction, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. Entire hotels and meeting spaces have already started being blocked for company retreats, and they're currently in high demand at the JW Marriott Orlando Bonnet Creek Resort and Spa. One senior sales executive told Skift, The lead increase I've seen just in this past month has been tremendous, not just our hotel, but speaking with our brothers and sisters in the Orlando area. Everyone's seeing the increase and excitement starting to come back. Now a mix of sectors are sending their requests for proposals for 2022 and 2023, with pharmaceutical, medical, and healthcare groups leading the charge. Finally, we take a look at travel tech in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia's largest online travel agency, Al Musafir, is hoping that the kingdom's online travel market will stage a comeback from its collapse. Lifted first by record domestic Saudi leisure tourism, writes travel tech editor Sean O'Neill. But this could be difficult since the tourism sector in the kingdom was practically non-existent long before the pandemic. Saudi Arabia has historically struggled to win over both domestic and international tourists due to societal limitations, including a strict no-drinking policy and restrictions for women. Riyadh hadn't welcomed international tourists for so long that its infrastructure remained underdeveloped. Even locals complained of a lack of venues. A new survey of more than 2,100 Saudi nationals and about 900 other nationalities has highlighted the dynamics at play. Released on Wednesday by Al Mosafer, the study found that about 83% of surveyed consumers were planning to travel internationally this year, mostly for vacation. Top desired spots include Sarajevo, Dubai, Cairo, and the Maldives. For travel stories and blogs on this and more, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily.